Hi there, Ross here. Thank you so much, as always, for checking out the podcast. We had a great time again with NVCDM and Debbie in this, but please be warned that there were some, during the second half of the adventure, a couple of network issues that meant at certain times um, some of the people in the in the podcast dropped out a little so if their characters seem a little quiet for certain periods of time just know that it's because of that um, but luckily uh, it doesn't affect the story too much and I think you're going to enjoy the wild conclusion of the displacement wave. Great. So eventually you will get there. Uh, it might take a little while. And there, as you get to the bottom, you notice there's a lot of like stones and rubble. And there's also this big pile of books. And on top of it is just like a bunch of ash. Hmm. Kind of weird. But Does the ash look like the same kind of ash that I have, or like dust that I have scooped? No, this looks like it was made of some kind of um, carbaceous material. Um, looking around you, you might infer books, possibly. Mm, okay, so some books got burnt here. Mm. And they look the same, do the marks look the same as the burn marks that we saw in that radius? That No, these we- are very different. This looks really like particular, as if whatever... Like something burnt here, you know. It wasn't scorched. Mm. It was it was burned. Vernon is considering how hot this crystal could have been when it tumbled in here, mm. and possibly caught fire. Some of these books. Uh, so he's going to go start digging through the ash, trying to find this this crystal where he thinks it's going to be. Great. So we will do uh, a roll then. Intent. Intent. Uh, I failed. Okay. Um, Vernon is not good at finding things. Apparently not. Um, you you scavenged for a while and... Not a Hufflepuff. Sorry. You... It's funny, right? Like, you would think that if the crystal was there, uh, it, it would be sort of e- easy-ish to find, but you get right down to, like, the bottom of this ash pile r- to where the unburnt books are and you, you don't find anything. Hmm. But it doesn't look like it's been disturbed by somebody else rummaging through no actually it, it it looks like i mean there are um there are some footprints but they actually aren't very defined as if with time ash has sort of mm-hmm. you know recovered them i suppose um but you do see um as you look around uh, a door to uh, there's there's like a big chamber here at the bottom 
And I will say this, I don't think any of you need to roll for this. There is the corpse of this giant spider there, and are any of you um, proficient in monster studies, I'll say, like oh. biology, zoology, anything like that? Maybe Anne, that's outside of my domain. <laughs> Depends if you count it under the sort of like life sciences looking at other living things. Yeah, I would say that as an undergrad, you know, you would have been doing the sort of introductory units that all life science students do. Um, you can roll this with some expertise, I think. In ten? Hmm. Three? Yeah. Um, a one, three, and a five. Two successes and a super intent. Great. So you would know that this spider corpse uh, is actually a, a face spider, which means that it's not actually from this realm. Yeah. But I would say with a with a super intent, uh, it's been dead for a, a few weeks. Oh. It um, appears that this face spider, whilst not from this plane of existence, has been dead for a significant period of time. Oh. Doesn't look particularly phased at the moment. Hey. <laughs> I'll say as well, because you got the superintent, um, there's a wound on it that doesn't look like it happened while it was alive. Like a burn mark? <laughs> it also appears that this mark has been put there since it has expired. Oh. Was it something coming out of the spider or something wounding the spider from outside and going in like a knife? If someone wants to have a close look, they can uh, they can do a roll. Oh, no, okay. I'm, I'm not going near it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I apparently will be brave. Okay, so I think that I would have done a lot of, uh, like I would have helped the farm animals a lot mm. with their wounds. Yeah, it makes sense. There's a lot of creepy stuff that wants mm. to eat sheep and cows and things, so. Yep. I'm going Especially to put that on instinct because yeah. it's like a, a core memory. Yeah. Sure. Uh, that's a two. That's awesome. my number. Great. So, yeah, you you look at this and there, there there's like marks in a circle that kind of all dome inwards. And with that roll really good, like you you go, huh, something definitely has is gone into this, but it was it's been dead when that happened, you know, like there's no ooze or anything around the hole. Like it, it's obviously kind of been kind of dry and you sort of move your head around and you look in and you see a faint like purple glow inside this spider's abdomen. Um, I don't know if something's burrowed inside the spider or something was maybe shot into the spider, but um, I don't think it's supposed to have a glowing purple thing inside. Uh, and you're definitely sure it's dead. It's definitely dead. Um, I'm going to prod it with my foot. Yeah? I assume it's, like, got its legs all crunched up. Yeah. Like, mm. uh, like on its back and... Using... Some Kate knowledge for Anne because it feels like a thing she would know. Um, it is definitely dead. Alive phased spiders can only extend their legs because of the pressure that they have inside their body, extending their legs backwards and forwards. It's why they move weirdly compared to other creatures. Huh. All right, well, I'm roll up my sleeves. 
I'm gonna reach there and grab it if you don't mind. Um, Prudent, if you just step to the side. Okay. Um, do you want? I'm gonna pull my scarf off my head and be like, maybe wrap it around your hand so you don't. Maybe it's dangerous. You don't want to touch it. Uh No, I don't think the spider's gonna bother me. I mean the glowy purple thing. Oh. Yeah. Okay. That's a good idea. Um. I, I mean, if I put my hand in there with this, with your scarf, it's going to ruin your scarf. That I can a lot of... sew another one. Okay, well, yeah, thank you. Uh, I'll take the scarf and I'll like put it around my hands so I can hold on to this crystal and I'll put my hand into this into this hole and dig around, try and find the crystal. Um, as, as a dad, he's dealt with a lot of gross things in his life. Uh, I mean, so say, this isn't I, yeah, the worst. You, you can just succeed at this because, I mean, it either... It would take you a while or it wouldn't. I, You know, like, yeah. there's no need to roll. Like, you, you can definitely, yeah, yeah. you can see it. Um, yeah. It's sort of weird. Like, you're you're expecting, like, a lot of goop and, like, and stuff. But, like, it just clearly this thing has been dead long enough that it's all kind of, like, solidified. And, like, mm. it's occasionally, slightly, like, slightly tacky. But you, you sort of maneuver your hand and you grab the crystal and you probably suspect you don't, need the scarf at least not for heat reasons it's actually perfectly cool yeah it's it's yeah it's actually quite cool to the touch um do i uh looking into the crystal do i see any ominous reflections or 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 strangeness is it just a crystal um let's see you would have to do a sort of like arcana type check um so i i picture vernon as a bit of a bard Mm. Um, so he has some arcana. Okay, yeah, you can roll two on that. Um, he's he's a he's a dad bard. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a dad bard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he's with he's looking with intent, and I need to roll under. Oh, I got th- super intent. Great. So you have a look at this crystal, and instantly you're like, "Oh, this is magical." You know, some kind of enchantment has been placed on this. Um, and you can see that there's some amount of, like, energy still within, like it is still glowing, but it's clearly not at full power. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you you can see that it, it kind of, whatever enchantment is on it is sort of not quite, like, at full strength. Um, and... I would say that's probably about it. Like what whatever enchantment is on here was pretty advanced. Like you're you're kind of like looking for runes and, and you find some. There are runes on this crystal, but they're hard to see. Like like hard to make sense of for someone who mm-hmm. isn't an advanced arcane practitioner. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um Yeah, there's this is definitely the magic crystal we've been looking for. Uh it looks like it's missing or, or or lacking some of its magical power um good job everyone good job prudence good job Anne. good good job spork uh i'll i'll put the crystal into one of my cargo short pockets excellent yeah great so yeah the crystal goes away and you know it doesn't it's still like on your person it doesn't like you can feel a slight humming i, I guess you know like it's it's a slight vibration but not enough that it's irritating mm. i would say okay and 
just because you've already done the check once, I hate making people do a check twice, you, you managed to find your way back up through the library. Um, and I imagine moving on to your next destination. Yep. Uh, in the most do. efficient way possible. Moving clockwise, necromancy department. Great. So you head towards the necromancy apartment, uh, department. <laughs> imagine, I'm I actually mean, imagining both. some like... Um, that is 100% a, like, a, a, there is a, a 100% a house full of third year necromancy students yeah. somewhere. <laughs> With just, I, yeah, I'm filing that one away for um, a future adventure, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The necromancy apartment. Um, <laughs> But yeah, you make your way there, and again, you, you just haven't seen anybody. There's 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 some debris, there's some rubble, um, but there are no students, there are no lecturers, and there are like items strewn around. And you make your way to the necromancy department, and I guess what do you do? I suppose, um, in keeping with the previous thing, can we see any signs that there was some sort of a projectile impact around so, nearby? So. Unfortunately, uh, in this case, you don't because the entire building is leveled. There is, Mm -hmm. unfortunately, unlike the library, which is one of the older buildings, you get the feeling that maybe necromancy hasn't been an accepted practice for most of the history of of Firamastus and that this might be a fairly new department that is smaller than some of the more established ones and therefore the structural integrity of this building... um, wasn't quite as as strong um you get the feeling that you may have to sift through a bit of rubble perhaps um how unfortunate um, i was having such a good time talking to some of the people from this department they know so much about living things and i'm not living things apparently um what about signs of that something uh, was on fire or burnt, like the last, like the last crystal. Yeah, great. So you um, you have a look, and it's interesting uh, that the, the, there actually appears to be no scorching or hmm. sign of what you would consider a normal explosion. You know, like you've probably seen the effect of fireball. Um, that was an unfortunate mm. recent incident that would be in your memory. Um, and you might have seen that. Um, it looks like whatever caused this wasn't like any kind of elemental damage. It must be some kind of, say, force damage. And in fact, as a, I think as a, um, I think as a, an engineer, you would probably recognize that kind of destructive um, force you know like you may you may have seen buildings that were flattened by say tornadoes or hurricanes in the past and it looks similar to that but um like just based but but weirdly like all from like a particular radii as if you know Mm -hmm. something just went out in a big circle okay so i guess i would like to try and have a look at where i reckon the center of this sort of circle might be yeah great so it's actually quite easy for you i think um being an engineer so you 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 managed to to sort of to to look through and there's definitely like an initial um like wave but then you see a, a secondary spot where something sort of smashed sort of through the debris 
uh, and carve just like a little like path almost. Hey, yeah, it looks like there might be something over here. Um, Vernon, if you pulled the purple crystal out, will it glow differently in the presence of one of its crystal sisters? Oh, that's a good idea, Prudence. I'll pull out the, the first crystal. Is mm. it reacting in some way? Doesn't appear to be, no. Uh, I'll wave it around like a like a dowsing rod. I'll try to see if it, it like vibrates more when I, as I move it around. Sure. Um, so you do you do like a full circle and, you know, you take your time just to make sure you don't just like sweep past and it doesn't appear to um, have any particular reaction in that way. That was a good idea, Prudence, but it doesn't okay. seem to have to have worked. Well, should we start digging? Yep, yeah. I'd advise we have a look around here and possibly here. All right. Uh, well, I guess we shift some stuff. Yeah. All right, Spork, let's um let's get into it. Just start moving rubble, trying just, to find not very strong, just moving some little bits around. Great. Uh, I'll say, you know, it takes you probably, you know, 10 minutes of just because, you know, moving rubble is really hard. Um, mm. You know, it's sort of these are these are heavy rocks. It's not like in the movies where, like, even though they're trying to make it seem like they're moving rocks, they're actually just moving polystyrene. Yeah. You know? um, <laughs> these, are, these, these are real rocks and it takes a bit of time. And as you um, as you start uncovering what you think might be the last couple of rocks... All of a sudden, a bony hand starts clambering up the rubble. And then a second pair of bony hands. And then finally, a third pair. And before, hey you, there, can, fellow. before you can even <laughs> react, there are three, like, animated skeletons peering around. If they had eyes, which they don't, but if they did... They would look menacing. That's the kind of like mm. they 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 look sort of in the mood to cause some trouble. They're both mm. spooky and scary. And one of them is in one hand clutching a rusted sword, and in the other, a piece of purple glowing crystal. Mm. Um Hello? Uh, skeleton chaps. Ah, hello. I uh, don't suppose your former, uh, or current, I guess, staff and or equipment of the necromancy department. You work here. No, I was disturbed from my eternal slumber here. I know what that's like, friends. I don't quite think you do. Have you ever ha- tried to have a nice sleeping on a Saturday? It gets ruined. I trust me. I, I think you and I. We are on the same page. I don't think so. You are not nearly hungry enough. Are you hungry? 
I've got plenty of trail mix. <sighs> I am not one for nuts. Oh, I've, I've got some dark chocolate if you want some dark chocolate. <sighs> Tempting, but a lot of antioxidants. No. <sighs> I hunger only for flesh. Uh, fortunately. Excuse me. That is very, very inappropriate. How dare you chase after living creatures to eat like that? I have never heard something so shameful in my entire life. As you may guess, I do not care for the living. I, I came to this university thinking it was a safe place, but I'm going to have to lodge a formal complaint about this disgusting behaviour. Something tells me those complaints will fall on deaf ears. Well, right now, you're the death ears, and I don't like that. And so I think that you should go back to sleep. I can even sing you a lullaby if it's really going to help. I do miss the pleasures of the song. Um, But not as much as my desire for sustenance. Hush, little baby, don't you cry. And then I'm going to, like, wave my hands to the others in the group. Mama's going to sing you Great. Okay, yeah, make me a um, instinct roll, I think. Okay. Yeah, this is, this is yeah. all instinct. Let's see, let's see if you can um, win over the, the, the heartless skeleton who's uh, hungry okay. for, for meat. That is a three, so that does pass. Okay. Okay, inst- so uh, instinct is over. I got a five, so I pass. Great. I got a six, so I also pass. <laughs> All right, six is pretty good. Um, okay. Should, okay, should we wait for Kate to rejoin the conversation so we can? Yep, she have... is. She is trying to get back in. Um, I will say just because we need to move things along a little, we'll we'll presume that the android maybe didn't participate in the song. Maybe they, mm. they don't have... And doesn't know the lullaby and is and doesn't fascinated know the words. that all yeah. three of us know it, yeah, even exactly. though we're from really different backgrounds. Yeah. <sighs> that was a moving song. <sighs> I suppose I am not going anywhere. Maybe I do not need flesh right now. Tell you what, champ. You lay down, I'll tuck you right back in. I have been laying down long enough. 
Would, would you prefer a slight reclined position? Uh, I would not. Would you Just like to sleep standing up like a cow? I had not considered that before. I am not much of a farmer. Oh, I am, and I see them stand up and sleep all the time. Perhaps sometime I can give it a try. How about now? I do not think so. <sighs> Maybe I only have limited time to utilize the power of this crystal. Speaking of that, I don't suppose you'd mind giving it up to us, you know? Over my dead body. So now is good then. <laughs> I had not considered that. Ah, but well, unfortunately, we've got a we've got a lawyer here, um, and I'm pretty sure that constitutes a verbal contract. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna like turn, like look at him and like. Just like no, not really. No, not really. <laughs> You're welcome to try if you want to uh, try and convince this skeleton that they've accidentally uh, entered into a verbal contract with you regarding the possession of this crystal. Oh, absolutely. I, and I would like to act on behalf of his lawyer as behalf. Uh, Thank you. On his, on his behalf as a lawyer. Great. Uh, let's say that's uh, an assist. Uh, you can okay. roll three dice. Um. Okay, so am I rolling this or is NVCDM rolling this? I think NVCDM can roll, but with three. Three, okay. And this is, this is definitely instinct. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I rolled three ones. <laughs> That's about half of the course, really. <laughs> My knowledge of the law may be somewhat out of date. You'd be surprised how much they change. <laughs> but I am doubtful casual utterances are considered verbal contracts. They are in certain courts, uh, Fay courts in particular, and I'll start like I start citing text. <laughs> um, sir, um, my mother told me that there are some illicit substances that make you stay awake longer than you should, and you will get a killer headache if you use them, and it will ruin your life, and you will never fall in love, and you will never have a good time after that. And I just think that you should think about these things when you're using illicit crystals like the one you have in your hand. It is true I do not know the true power of this crystal. Maybe I could part with it. Um, I'm going to, um, like, turn to Vernon and be like, pass me the scarf. The, uh, okay, yeah, uh, uh, 
make sure that the crystal isn't in the scarf and I pass you the scarf. I'm going to like hold out the scarf and be like, if you put it in here, I can make sure it's disposed <laughs> of. And I, I'm I'm a botanist and I know some, some herbal teas that can help you with your headache so that you don't have a hangover. If you bring me some I will give you the crystal. Um, okay. Well, we were heading to the garden anyway. I think it's a probably, a, I mean, given that everything is currently uh, in ruins, we could probably find a coffee shop nearby and raid their tea supply. Yeah. We wouldn't have to go that far. No, if, uh, if there's something closer, then... Yeah, I think there's... Uh, maybe a peppermint coffee, tea. Something like that. Um, just... I'm sorry, I didn't catch your name, Mr. Skeleton. Um, but uh, one sugar, two sugar, milk? How do you take your tea? I do not require sugar. I am lacking taste buds. Right, and and but milk though good for good for bones. That is true. I could do with a top up of calcium. Okay, good. We uh, could we could bring you a milkshake. That is also acceptable. All right. Well, uh, don't go wandering too far. We'll be right back. To the cafe. Cool. Yeah, um, so I am pretty sure all of you would know where the ca- the cafe is uh, because students run on coffee and tea. Um, and I'll say it doesn't take long to get there. And um, this building actually seems to have fared pretty well. Like it being like a cart, it's kind of been like knocked over, but mm. you can um, sift through the contents, which don't seem to be particularly disturbed. Um Weirdly, while the cart has sustained damage, none of the contents within have sustained any damage beyond just some anything that fell onto the ground. Um, but I will say it doesn't take you too long to procure some uh, some milk, uh, some thickened cream. Uh, mm. One of you, it's roll been me. A, it's been a will, it's been a week. Yes, so but one, there might be some like long life soy milks. For the lactose intolerant. Well, I will say one of you... He doesn't have taste buds. He won't know the difference. That's correct. So uh, one of you um, take responsibility for creating a milkshake. I'll make the milkshake. Great. I can make a nice cup of tea. Okay. Let's say... uh, Okay, you can can either roll separately or one of you can assist, I'll say, because dads definitely make a lot of tea. And oh. being on a farm, I assume you've made yeah, we had a lot of milkshakes. So, made it for my little siblings. Mm. Uh, well, making a cup of tea, it's more. That was a it's, five. It's all instinct. It's all about the heart. I have super instinct, super tea making skills. Great. Yeah. I so. Oh, did I get an an instinct? Oh, I got a two and a five. So one of them was a super instinct. Great. So the two of you, um, you just absolutely smash this milkshake. Like, you are very sure that this milkshake is going to 
please the skeleton. Um, and I will say, because I don't really see a way for you to, like, super succeed, we're going to invoke the rule uh, of laser feelings where you can ask a question about the adventure, but, like, obviously one that, like, you could feasibly maybe know but haven't picked up yet, if that makes sense. Like, I can't just tell you the ending, but I can definitely help you along the way. Um, can I ask it now? Yes, or you can save it, I guess. I'm, I'm happy for you to save it as well. Yep, cool. Yep, I think I'll save it. Great. So you make your way back to the, um, the skeleton. Uh, and he says, you have returned. Here, I'm going to present the milkshake. And the cup of tea. And he takes a sip of them. And you're not quite sure what he was expecting to happen. I mean, it falls <laughs> straight through. But then weirdly, like, as it hits the pelvis, like, disappears. As if some kind of magical force has, like, absorbed this concoction. <laughs> and um, he will finish drinking uh, both of the beverages and say, <gasps> These do indeed appear to provide some kind of sustenance. <clears throat> As greed, you may have the crystal. Thank you, sir. Uh, yep, thank you very much. You have a pleasant uh, day. Mm -hmm. We take the crystal. Does he fall apart or is he still animate after we've taken the crystal from him? He's still animate, which... You get the feeling maybe he was already in the necromancy building. Okay. Just like in a crypt or something somewhere. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, Ross, I hope you enjoy doing that voice at some point in the future. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> um, I'm going to find any excuse to come back to the necromancy department now just to have you do this voice again. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, does it look like the crystals, um, like match up like do they look like they like a like a, like a three-dimensional puzzle do they look like they they fit together they do actually so um you, uh you, as you're looking at them and sort of you know twisting and turning and matching them you actually don't even put them together it seems like as you orient them the right way there's this magnetic like and the pieces lock and the like if you imagine the brightness of one crystal and the brightness of the second mm -hmm. the two pieces together have more luminance than you expect if the two were just to add their luminance together it's almost brighter than the two together it's like okay more it's not bright. it's not it's not additive it's it's multiplied it multiplies seems like it yeah okay and that that humming like the, the the vibration starts to increase as well. Ooh. Well, um, I'm no expert on magical crystals. I'm just a, a, a humble country lawyer. 
but I think if we get a third crystal, the third shard, we might have some real power here. That sounds like a good choice. Then we can put it back in the statue and go back. It's worth a try for sure. So I think what we'll do, um, because the walk over to the gardens probably isn't going to be super eventful, um, we will say that your characters have started to walk over to uh, the garden. um, And uh, I suppose uh, you will have to find some way to search for the uh, the crystal in the garden uh, mm. and following a trail. So because this will be a little more difficult, I will say that um, someone probably would need to do like what in D&D would be a survival-like check in order to sort of ranger their way through the, the, the bush and potentially follow the, the trail that this crystal may have taken. I'd probably know about plants. But in terms of the rangering, I don't think that I have any experience beyond the farm. Yeah, and uh, Vernon has spent his time in a small country town Mm. and done a bit of, like, orienteering, but not enough to be, like, rangering, I don't think. Uh, He could give it a go. He's... He knows a little bit about everything, which is how I'm explaining his jack-of-all-trades bard ability. Mm. Yes, uh, and so you could, up in Conwell Grove, you know, like the, it's sort of a fairly rural area too. Yeah. Um, you could definitely have some knowledge there. Yeah, I think it's probably an intent role um, yes. to try and like knowledge this, his way through this. So I'm trying to roll under a three, three or under. I roll a three, super intent. Hey. Just, Great. It's, got, it's just got a feeling for it. Yeah, like you do way better than you uh, think you should be able to. And uh, you do indeed um, find a path through the garden fairly quickly. Um, And the interesting thing, again, is that while there's certainly some damage to the surrounding bush, um, there doesn't seem to be much damage to the vegetation. kind of seems fine you know like it it, obviously the the crystal has carved a path but whatever energy has sort of ripped through the um like the the buildings here um certainly doesn't seem to really have damaged the wildlife much if anything Hmm. well um i guess we have to it's somewhere in in this kind of area and he's like hand like sweeps across like a 15 to 20 degree arc in front of him like it's probably somewhere in this area i guess we just um have to start looking for the proverbial crystal in the garden (laughs) um if the plants don't seem to have been damaged but are any of them behaving weird like you know sometimes if plants are in bad soil or there's a toxin on one side they'll um they'll they'll crumble on one side or they'll specifically like try and move themselves away to like lean away or towards the sun is anything like that going on that's a bit weird 
Um, I would say growing up on a farm, there's no need to roll for this. Um, it just looks like normal. Like, it looks completely normal, just normal plant life. Um, you definitely, like, don't see the effects of, like, it seems like a little bit of, like, the weeds aren't trampled as if there's been no foot traffic here, um, you know, for a little while. Like, the weeds have a little bit, you know, seemed to flourish, but... Um, that's the only really unusual thing that you detect about the the vegetation itself. Is that it's distinctly not unusual. Yeah, essentially. Like, given that the buildings were essentially, like, wrecked, the, the vegetation here is fine. Just mm. completely fine. I mean, I don't... It's, I don't think... Um, and you you were pretty sure in your calculations about where this crystal shards ended up. Yes, I believe that those are the only directions that the shards could have traveled in. Right, so it's definitely here then. I, I believe you. I can have a better look if you like. Uh, and she'd like to like sort of scan using her like... I guess as an android and a construct who is into sort of studying living things, like looking for move, like the things that have been disturbed in a way that she would not expect from a person, like obviously everything around has been disturbed, but in a way that is not, that is like looking for smaller things. Sure. Uh, yeah, make a roll. One, two, three, help. I think two, like, I don't think you're an expert, but you're definitely prepared. Yep. Can I assist her with, because of studying botany? Yeah, sure. So I get three? Yeah. Cool. Uh, a success, a fail, and a uh, super, depending on whether, you, regardless of whether you say it's intent or instinct yeah, it will be that combination role, of yeah. things yeah great yeah so you're you're looking through and you don't see like you you sort of you see an impact where something seems to have hit the ground but you get the feeling that whatever hit the ground maybe hit the ground and sort of tumbled off however with the super role, what you do see is as as the thought hits you that, oh, it was here, but it's about somewhere, you look up and in the distance you see the flash of what looks like um, a figure wearing red. The first person you've seen potentially since you got here is that the same fancy clothes look a person in the distance perhaps they know what is going on uh and she's gonna start heading in that direction like sort of not ignoring everyone else but like without that being a care factor mm. and does that look like the same person that you yeah. saw before following after ant so does um, it look like the same person i saw before it, it it's very it... very familiar based on you know, looking back through your memory banks. The colors do not look dissimilar to what I saw before, but I could not be certain at this distance. Hmm. 
We're just going to continue, approach, like, Maybe we approach striding. with caution. And, and, maybe we approach with caution. Hey, hey. Just... <sighs> I need to... Okay, so, and do, does, does Android have olfactory sensors? Hey, Ben, do Warforged in your world have olfactory sensors? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Great. Then, yeah. So, as you approach... Um, you're kind of confused because even though you're obviously not fully, you know, aware of, of like meat culture, um, you start to hear like music, and that's really weird. What like it, it doesn't make sense to you why there's music, and the closer you get, this smell of pepper gets stronger and stronger. But this isn't a farm. This is a forest. Like, why Why would there be pepper in here? That makes no sense either. To herself, she remarks, this all seems very strange. And then kind of catches herself given the environment she's in and kind of goes, this all feels very strange. Whether the others hear her or not is kind of irrelevant. She's continuing to try and work out what this thing is that she's seen. Um, Vernon kind of walking with Prudence, trying to catch up with, with Anne. Do you do you do you smell that like a like a, like a burning like a like a like a, like a bar- yeah it's like a peppery. Why does it smell like pepper? I don't know. Do you hear music as well? Kind of like a, it's like a piano-y something. Uh, yeah, is, but it, should there be an instrument around here? Well, I mean, uh, as, apart from the skeleton and the uh, learning support construct, we haven't seen anyone. There's it- that person and they seem... I mean, I, let's just let's just call a, a a spade a spade. They seem very suspicious. Should we should we hide and follow them? Um. Well, uh, does it look like this person has seen us, Ross? Yes, not at the moment. Uh, they seem to be rummaging around in the scrub. Okay. Um, does it look like we can? possibly sneak up on this individual even if Anne is not sneaking in any capacity hmm it will be difficult as Anne gets closer like if if, Anne, if we if we just let Anne go and Prudence and I decide to like well hang on hang, hang back we'll, we'll sneak around I mean you could certainly I think attempt to hide but if Android just keeps on walking, like that noise is going to reach the ear of whatever figure this is uh, sooner rather than later, I would say. The, the music is coming from the opposite direction to the figure. It seems like it's emanating from them. Prudence, Spork, I don't know what's going on here, but I think it's in our best interest to maybe uh, hide and let's see how this plays out. And then if we need to, we can jump out and help Anne. But this this figure, if they're the ones who, who caused all this, that's probably not good to be, you know, 
spotted straight away. I suppose that if all of the other constructs are okay, then it wouldn't be strange that Anne is okay too, but will she be safe? I hadn't thought of that, but that's a good point. She might be safe. Um, I was just thinking, you know, if things go wrong, three people jumping out, surprising a strange individual is better than just walking straight up to them. Okay. In my experience. Not that I actually have a lot of experience jumping out and surprising strange individuals, but, uh, you know, you get the idea. You're a dad. Yes, you do. <laughs> I've, I have played a lot of hide-and-seek, Ross. I, I think it's worth an extra dice, perhaps, in the check. Okay. Yeah, I'll allow it. So, yeah, anyone who wishes to roll for stealth, uh, you may honestly assess how many die you think you would roll and whether you're going to go instinct or intent. I think either could apply, so uh, that's fine for you to choose. Mine's going to be instinct just because I'm scared. Yeah, great. Um, yeah, I got a four. I'm rolling, I'm rolling instinct because sometimes hiding is not about what makes sense. It's about what feels right. Yeah, great. I got super instinct and a awesome. success. I got one success. Great. So um, you both feel like you're pretty well hidden and that you weren't, you know, you were sort of looking on the ground, avoiding branches and like crunchy leaves. Um, and um, with your super success, uh, Spork kind of takes your lead and sort of follows you and you sort of, you know, both manage to duck down and find a spot. And... At the meantime, though, I presume Android is uh, still heading towards this figure. Yeah, um, she's... If there's, like, a tree around or whatever, before she, like, gets to them, she'd sort of step to one side and sort of try and observe them in the way of um, observing a subject without them noticing you're there necessarily, but, like, mm -hmm. not making any attempt to actively conceal herself. To hide. Okay. <laughs> So as you get closer and the sound of the piano and the smell of the pepper intensifies, um, this figure is rummaging through the scrub and in doing so, they turn around and see you and you see a middle-aged, vaguely fey-looking man in an extravagant red coat and carrying a cane and they look up at you and go, ah, curious. I rather didn't expect to see anybody here at all. Who might you be then? Hello, my name is Anne. I was moving between my classes when all of this occurred. I do not know where I am. Is there something you are looking for? Well, we're always looking for something, are we not? I suppose that is true. Was there something specific you were looking for in the scrub? I noticed you were searching for something, or so it appeared. Well, what are you searching for? I think that is the real question, isn't it? I am searching for the cause of why I ended up here. I am unsure for what purpose I have been brought to this place, and I'm not really sure where I am. Well... Purpose is such a strange and specific word, isn't it? Who can really say what the purpose of anything is? 
You seem to like word games. I am unsure why, as I do not find them amusing myself. Well, we could all do with a little amusement. What amuses you? Well, you actually look rather familiar to me. I feel like we've met, but I can't quite place it. I am a student at this university. Is it something to do with that? Perhaps my face is familiar from around the campus. Well, I'll be honest, I wasn't expecting students at all. But here you are still. Curiosity. I don't quite understand. Are you suggesting that you came to a university campus and did not expect to find students? This seems like an odd assumption. Well, I suppose one should never assume anything. I mean, I have been taught to seek evidence rather than making my own assumptions without any backing whatsoever. Well, I suppose you could. Seems like a rather boring way to go about life. Unfortunately, I am starting to run out of time and the people I work for can be rather impatient. As I said, was there something you are looking for? Is there something I can assist you with? I don't think I need your help. I was just trying to do things the old-fashioned way, but I'm sure I could speed things up if I would want to. Well, the offer stands. I mean, I am unsure what else to do other than that there is now a person with whom I may wander around, such that I can further understand why I am here and what brought me to this place. I think if you're looking for meaning, you're looking in the wrong place, I'm afraid. I am more looking to understand how I can get to my next class, as that is what I was doing before all of this occurred. Well, I don't see any classes happening around here, do you? It is a university. One would assume that the class should be running. However, I do understand that the building that it was supposed to be in appears to be on the floor. Uh, and she sort of gestures back towards where the necromancy department was. Well then, it sounds like uh, you have a chat to do with the university administrators. I'm sure they're very unhappy. If the university has fallen into disrepair, very unfortunate. I feel like you have some understanding of what has occurred. All right, you need to roll for that. I can't give you that. That's like... <laughs> I mean, like, he's being... He's lying to her, so it's the kind of, like... He's being obfuscatory over and over again. So this is a thing that she would understand as being he's like told you a weird no lies thing. Yet. He's told you mm. no lies. But like, lies. sorry, he, he's being obfuscatory, not like lying, but lying by omission. He's skirting the issue, which is something that she would be like, that is a weird thing for someone to do, given she wouldn't do that. You can roll two. And the reason is, is that this individual is from a place that you are not aware of. Okay. Uh, am I rolling with intent or with? Are you, were you actively trying to uh, detect a deception or were you just like in the moment trying to analyze what was going on? I suppose. I think she is, she is like, since they have gotten here, she is trying to figure out what is going on. Mm -hmm. And this person is using words in such a way that her brain, her, like her brain is going why are you not telling me the thing I want to know? And why do you seem to be telling me I can't come with you? Like, if we're the only two people alive, that is a weird thing to do. Okay, if you decided that during the conversation, then yeah, you can, I think that would be intent. 
cool. Uh, I got a success and a super intent. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, you study people, and for whatever reason, this individual is... It seems intentionally not answering your questions forthrightly, or at least... Um, yeah, is 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 specifically not answering the question with the information that you want. Yeah, Ross. Hmm. This is Ben trying to translate Ben knowledge into into something this character would know. Mm. Given that Vernon has grown up on a, near a large forest, yeah, and that he has spent a lot of time dealing with contracts and and law yeah can i cash in that super insight i got that super instinct i got earlier mm. um to have vernon not suspect know that this is a fey yeah absolutely okay uh, i'm gonna say to prudence and to to spork just hang here a minute if something goes wrong um yeah, jump out and, and give give me a hand. But I, I think I can solve this. Great. Okay. So we'll come back to that. Um, Android, obviously, you got a super success as well. Um, yeah. So at this point, um, uh, obviously, I don't think you can like super succeed at the thing you were trying to do. So you can also um, ask the game master, i.e., myself, a question. Uh. I have two in my mind. I will ask the one that I want to ask. If you think it's stretching the bounds of a superintendent, then that is fine, and I will ask something else. Okay. Um, what purpose would a fey go? What purpose would a fey creature want with something crystalline, like a crystal? I could be searching for. I don't think you would have. Like you just wouldn't know that as a character because yeah, okay. it's, it's um, very, that, that that's really prosaic. So I, I think you sure. Um, yeah. In which case, what uh, based on my knowledge of people in the city, yeah, what kinds of organizations might this individual be working for? Um, so there are a lot of organizations that sort of. I mean, obviously, you would you would assume something nefarious. Um, yes. There's, the Thieves Guild, um, sometimes the Adventurers Guild is tasked with retrieving items. Um, uh, maybe the, there's some kind of investigator from the city who's come to see why the university has um, has been destroyed. Um, um, I do not understand why someone trying to do something to help people would want to stand there and obfuscate my questions. Well, we all have a job to do. Uh, I'm just doing mine, uh, and I really don't require your help. Uh, Ross, we've lost you again. Half of you disappeared. Just like the last part of that sentence. Yeah, stupid. All right. Well, we all have a job to do, I suppose, and, and mine doesn't require your help. Oh, I just thought with my familiarity with the campus, it might be something of use to you for me to be able to assist. But I'm already in the right place. Why would I need your help? Uh, stepping out of the bushes. Mm -hmm. Hello, Anne. Hello, sir. Well, the plot thickens. Another one. 
Who might you be, I wonder? You might wonder that I am a student here. Interesting. I rather hoped I would be alone, I'll be honest. I like to work in solitude. That Mm. seems like a very sad thing and a strange thing for a living creature to want to do. Not sad at all. You can only ever rely on oneself, of course. And uh, what kind of work are you doing here? Well, I... I'm here to retrieve something. Hmm. And it, this is something you're trying to retrieve for yourself or for someone else? If you don't mind me asking, sir. Well, I imagine there would be a lot of interested parties, but I do have one in mind in particular. Hmm. I imagine that, of course. Of course. I imagine if you were unable to obtain the thing that you're looking for for this interested party, your contract would have to end, I suppose, with whatever it is you're doing. Well, this contract is rather long term. I suppose Mm. I would just have to find another way to achieve my objectives. Uh, Right. I'm sorry, I, I didn't catch your name. Can I have it? Well, I don't see the harm. My name is Mr. Red. Mr. Red, you may call me Vern. And I must say, that's very unfortunate that you must be off your game. As a fae, you must be aware that you've given me a name. And now I have some, I'm sorry to say, modicum of power over you. Well, Modicum, perhaps. Don't Uh, underestimate me, though. Yes, well. um, Can I offer you some chocolate? And I'll flick him a piece of chocolate. Mm. While that's happening, um, can Anne think about whether or not she has heard the name Mr. Red in any context before? Yes, so... um, uh, Anne would have to roll a history type check and Vernon you roll a I want to see how your demeanor is when you throw the chocolate because Mr. Red is probably not going to love having something thrown at him this is thrown to him it is a gift I am giving to him mm-hmm. uh, and I'm doing it with all the respect of a professional lawyer mm-hmm one dice or two based on her being an android preparedness being like ability to recall things yeah not two, expertise two's fine i mean you are consider- like this is a considered thought one success one failure regardless of anything else. you've never heard of this person in your entire life cool um this how many dice am i rolling here because i i studied the situation and i've got experience in it i will say because mr red is a very crafty character mm-hmm. uh but you are an expert. What would have been very difficult is two die instead of one for you because you, okay. like so you're, you're tricksy yourself, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to get three or under. I'm rolling yeah. two. I got a failure and a super intent. Great. Woo! He will, um, it's, it's a lot more graceful than you're imagining. He just plucks the chocolate out of the air, but gives you a quizzical look. Doesn't say anything yet. Now, I believe, Mr. Red, uh, as you've accepted my gift, 
something in return should be given to me. That is the custom, isn't it, of the Fae? Of course. I'm one to uphold customs. I will offer you some advice. If you know what's good for you, you should leave and go back to your lives. You've been very fortunate today, it seems. I would like nothing more than to return to my normal life. And I just... When um, Vernon was getting up to come and talk to the Fae and he was like, just wait here, could I have asked, yeah, but you, you should give me the crystal in case he tries to get it off you? That's fine. That makes sense. Yeah, you can, you can have done that. Cool. I would like to crawl around in the bush with the crystal because I saw the two crystals magnetize to each other mm. and I want to crawl around and see if I can magnetize it to myself. Great. Um, I'm definitely keeping Mr. Red distracted and busy. Yeah, no, I, I think yeah. that's that's good. I think that's a, that's a two-die situation for sure um, and you can use whichever of the can two. Can I try and make it into a three? What skill do you have do you think that would... Okay, so... Prudence grew up in an extremely strict family yeah. with extremely strict parents and kids who grow up with those kind of things know how to sneak around. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's go three. All right. It's true. It's very true. Oh, so I got three successes, but none of them were a super instinct. Great. So you... Um... So taking kind of notice of the interaction that's happening and taking advantage of the, um, like, your skill, you, you rummage around and it's funny, previously the, the, the pieces from a distance didn't seem to affect each other, but now that you have two, you start following this signal of of like it's almost like the crystal wants to join with its final part and as you're rummaging around you don't even see the crystal it goes and there's a bright purple flash momentarily Um, and actually everybody needs to roll a what would be like a constitution type check it's probably instinct, I guess. Yeah. Probably instinct for, for like a yeah. dodge type, yeah. Ooh, so, oh, so... Oh, I just... failed. Super instinct. Oh, I... I failed. Can I use my super instinct to, like, pull um, Vernon out of the way? Or, like, away from the worst of the danger? I will say no, just because this isn't a action that you decided to take as a group. Like, you're all being forced to do this action. Cool. Um, I will say with that, though, you're, like, smart enough as a being to mm. interpret what happened as the crystal being reformed. Yeah. Those of you that failed, you are temporarily blinded. Um, oh, no. And... You would see this android um, in that moment. Mr. Red's head snaps, and he, uh, uh, he, he, Mr. Red turns around and he taps his cane on the floor, and all of a sudden, all of the leaves are swirling, basically. Um, 
around him and he looks towards the direction of the crystal and he's pointing his cane at it and he's he's you can see he's trying to sort of like he's trying to get the crystal but for yep. now you still have hold of it and what I'll do is I'll I'll get you to make a check to uh, see if you can, with with the buffeting leaves, like keep hold of this crystal. Yeah. Well, I'm also blind, but I got a super instinct. Great. Um, so, with yeah, with that, I'll say for now, like you're you're hanging on, and you're, you you realize with that, oh, this guy's crafty and magical. Like he's he really wants this crystal. Um, all right. What do you guys do? As someone who is like, so. Based on what I have seen, has Mr. Red realized that the crystal's been reformed? Yes, absolutely. Like, you would you would surmise that for sure. Like, he instantly... Has he turned was... around? Oh, he's looking in the direction of the crystal. Absolutely. Great. Uh, can I crash tackle him to the ground from behind? Uh, you can try. <laughs> uh... So, you need, you need to make a roll against the... Um, wall of leaves that attempts to get between you and him. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like that's... Yeah. Uh, and one one die, because you're not prepared to make this action. Well, more prepared than he is, because I'm going to hit him. He's not sure. the one. He's not the one trying... He's not the one that's... Oh, uh, yeah, okay. You're competing with in this, this regard. Instinct, you say? I did. That is a six. So that is a success for instinct because I'm trying to roll over Great. for instinct. My number so is five. You're like unusually quick. Like you're not a fast creature normally. No. But like putting together what's happened, you die for him and you are met with this resistance of, of these, these, these leaves trying to basically prevent you from getting to him. But somehow you just managed to force your way through and yep. um, you catch his legs and he um, tumbles over and rolls forwards and he's now looking at you, basically. So he's he's not fully... Unfortunately, you don't have a lot of, like, success room. But no. you managed to catch his attention. Like, he's looking at you now. Um, and he's he's basically, like, squat on his feet, like, looking at you, uh, cane in hand still. Mm-hmm. Um, am I still blind? We'll say that's we finished go. now. There's been, like, a round mm. of actions happened, uh, to use D&D words. So, like, you're, you're mm-hmm. like, now looking around and seeing what's happening. I'm going to just get up then, if I'm not blind anymore, and just start running as fast as I can back towards the statue. Um, right. I'm gonna just yell to the stat, everyone to the statue, and I in turn, in turn back to Mr. Red, with all of the authority that I can possibly manage. With this command, I relinquish ownership of your name. Stay where you are. To try and pin him to the point as much as long as I can. Great. Um, and like and like giving up the ownership I have of his name as part of the the power. I will say that you can roll with three dice. Um, you don't succeed automatically because he's really powerful. But, yeah. Um, Just using every bit of Fae lore I can muster to yeah, like... exactly. Like, you you are, like, 
you you have his name like that's that means something so yeah well i have the name he's given which isn't his true name but it's a it's it's something it's enough it's enough yeah yeah three and under is what i'm trying to get all right three and under three and under uh i got one success two failures great um so just one success i will say that is enough for him to be like you get away for now whether that's enough to like stun him yeah like whether that whether that holds forever we'll see but for now you he doesn't have the like he doesn't have like the reaction to like use his magic to keep you here like you mm-hmm. you start running you are definitely in a chase as 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 of now yeah um all right running great mm, running uh i am arguably behind him can i uh, I mean, you'll have enough time to pass him with 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 Vernon's move. Like you are okay, even if even the time that it takes me to get up. Yes. Um. Cool. In that case, I'm legging it. Great. Because I'm assuming the others have a plan. Yeah, it's more like a, a concept. Plan. A plan. We're um. Plan seems running very over grass, solid. aren't we? Yep. Yeah, but also, um, you know, you you are in the university gardens, so it won't take you long to find the path. Mm, no, I was just thinking, if Spork has his skateboard, then he'd be faster. But uh, not on I mean, grass. It's, yeah, not on grass, and definitely not in a garden. Yeah, probably, probably not in the garden. Just have to run. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just running as fast as my legs can carry me. I'm, I'm only a human, but still running really fast as possible. I'm not, I'm not as young as I used to be, but the fear of, of really, <laughs> really angering a fae is enough to, <laughs> to motivate. Yeah, great. So, um, what I'll do is I'll get a roll from all of you for sort of running, I guess. Yeah, this is just is an instinct? instinct. It's I think running is pure instinct. Yeah, that's a pass five. Come on, instinct. Super success. Super instinct. Six. So that's a success. So you are for now, uh, you're running. You don't see any sign of Mr. Red behind you for the moment. Um let's do another check. This will be like a like a rolling check mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. All right, so this right. is instinct. more instinct. Oh, yep, that's another pass with five. Oh, I failed. Getting tired. I failed. Yeah. All right. So we'll say, um, yeah, the two of you. Um, I want to say you fall over because, like, that, I think that's a bit kind of I mean, not rubbish. But you kind of you slow down a bit. Um, mm-hmm. And as long as keep going, Prudence, keep yeah. going. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm like running and running. And I believe in you, champ. We believe you got this. And we believe in inspiration. You. We believe in yeah, of inspiration. I believe in you, champ. <laughs> Are amazing. You. We believe in you. <laughs> so you look in behind, you, and believe. although far away, Mr. Red is starting to follow you. So you you can see him, but at the moment, it seems you're out of range of whatever abilities he might have. Um. Just keep running, and hopefully Prudence can can do whatever she needs to do with the crystal. Yeah, I'm just, gets the it's statue. like a beeline running, fully pumped with adrenaline right now. Just, just. Yeah. I don't can't think of something that would make her faster. She's just afraid, so she's running. Fear is a good motivator for mm-hmm. running. 
Yeah, great. So I, I will say that by now, um, the statue is in sight. Uh, let's go for one more roll and see how everyone does. I was going to oh, say, no! as, I as I run, as I run, I'd like to do something that's a little D&D, but it kind of still makes sense if I'm an android. Uh, okay, what is it? Because as an artif- as an artificer, because if I was linking her to a class before, I said it's probably artificer or similar. I would have access to the spell Grease. And as an android, <laughs> dumping will, a bunch of Grease is not a weird thing to do. I will say no one has done magic this entire game. Therefore, yeah. we're going to go magic free. Oh, we had like illusion. However, however, she can, like, as an android. You know, little, little you, bit of oil out of her joints. Yeah, I was going to say, as an android, if, if you want to sacrifice some speed in order to... Um, release some of your, like, lubricant. Some uh, of the, like, extra lubricant that's really there to, like, make sure I don't overheat. Yeah, like, it, you can sacrifice some speed <laughs> uh, to to do that, and okay. it will it will impede yeah. Mr. Red yeah, some, I, like I imagine. That's, that's, like, a that's a thing. She'd, like, be like, oh, this makes sense. I will slow him down. This is a sensible thing to do, because Vernon did something similar but different. I will try to slow him down. Um, whereas Vernon, uh, I think he's spending this, this afternoon, um, with prudence that he's like parental bonded a little bit to Mm -hmm. her. Mm -hmm. And so he rolled a super, uh, super instinct. And so like dad, like the the dad adrenaline kicks in and he just like Terminator runs. (laughs) Yeah, so what I'll say is, you know, you see um, Prudence is about to, like, you, you you get that dad sense where it's like, oh, she's about to trip over. and Yeah, you, she's, you... like, wearing a full-length skirt. Yeah. So and she's getting caught up in it. As you as you run by, she manages to, like, catch onto your shoulders, and you're running, so, like, you you that your momentum just, like, you know, like, picks her up yes. and manages to keep her going. So um, let's see with the grease. Move it down to one. Okay, so... Um, so Mr. Red, he doesn't he doesn't slip on the grease, but like he has to adjust course, right? He can't he can't just like trip over on the grease. So you you're at the statue, um, and as you as you get there, you realize you've got this crystal, but like what what do you do with it? So I think what I need is a uh, some kind of Arcana check to now you have the crystal mm-hmm. see if you can make sense of, of, of what it does I think that might yeah. be Vernon because he was able to look at the crystal earlier yeah um, um, I didn't roll an instinct to get away from Mr. Red do I need to do that? yes I got a success I got six. great if Prudence was a class she'd be a cleric so I, I don't think that she would know much about the arcana she'd, be, she'd mm. know a lot about the religion um, so is this one die or two Ross? Um, I'll say too, you've had some time with this now, um, to have I a look at it. This is intent. Right. Makes sense for intent. Three and under. One success, one failure. Great. So you're looking at this crystal and although all of the arcane symbols are a little beyond your comprehension, there are a couple on there and you're like, these are dates. And you realize that maybe if you could inscribe a date, maybe you could 
get to the time that you're looking for. Okay. Inscribe a date. Oh, yeah. I will pull out one of my pen quills. Yep. Without the ink, the nib is probably sharp enough to scratch. So while you're doing that, we're going to see what Mr. Red is up to. Um, so I'll get you to roll to do that in a timely manner. Not like you, you get the runes correct, um, but we'll just see how long it takes you to do it. There's one dice. Um, no, you're pretty practiced, you know, using that quill. I'll say two. Okay. Uh, this is intent because I want to do it right. Um, super intent. Awesome. So excellent penmanship. Quill, quill. <laughs> you get quill your quill license. Yes. I've had my quill license for many, many years. <laughs> so that, that super success is definitely going to gonna to help a lot because you're, you're scratching the date in and as you're doing that, you're trying to think, oh, but the statue's in two. Like, where do we put the crystal? And you go, ah, oh, clearly the side with the button. Why would we put it in the bottom that makes no sense so you mm-hmm. you get the you get the crystal uh into the statue i hold it and i, t- I yelled it to prudence push the button and you push the button and <laughs> there's a white flash fills your eyes and then you hear this <laughs> and you've arrived on campus except the people aren't in the place that they were when you left. And you look at the sun. Huh. You're now a week in the past. From where we started? From when you started. Uh-oh. Uh, what would okay. you like to do? I mean, at least we could, in theory, catch up on all of the things we missed and do better in our assessments. I believe Spork, and she like looks around to see if Spork is within distance uh, and just sort of goes, I believe Spork said he had an examination on the day we departed. So maybe now he has a whole extra week to do some additional research and study. So Um, is there anyone in the clubs who is particularly rebellious because maybe we could convince them to prank the statue so when Mr. Red comes in a week to try and press the button, he gets pranked and it doesn't work. Vernon has done a lot of home renovations. So he's very good at breaking things. Mm -hmm. Can he break the button off of the statue? You can definitely have a go, yeah. Um, yeah, we'll say that's a two two die situation. Like a statue is a bit of a weird thing to work on, but he, he just wants to like pop the button off of the statue so that yeah. there isn't a button that Mister Red in a week's time can push to then activate the crystal. Yeah, because if you can't push the button, then you can't activate it. Sure. Um, this is. Uh, I think this is like breaking stuff is probably more in, more instinct than intent. I guess, yeah. Um, all right, so that's two success, two Great. fours. So you're trying to break off this button and it occurs to you while you're doing that, oh, I really better not press this thing by mistake. Uh, and you manage to, instead of breaking it, you're like, huh, and you twist. And boop, the button comes off. And 
you probably get the feeling that there are people at the university who are probably better equipped to sort of disenchant this statue than you all might be. Um, mm. And I imagine um, you all feel pretty good about yourselves uh, and that maybe uh, you should avoid your own selves. Yeah. Uh, Not be a good idea to be in the vicinity of our past, present, past, <laughs> present, and yes because then we might disrupt the actions that brought us here so perhaps we should find a way to spend some time in a place that we do not see ourselves normally perhaps we could go and ask Gloop if we could have access to the under library for a week I mean I think we already still do because our cards would work we can just go hide out there for a week get, like, food delivered to us, maybe. I mean... Gotta find some people who can help us with this. Because in two weeks from now, the whole university is gonna be ruined. In in ruins. I feel like the librarian, Bonan, might be a good resource to us right now. He tends to not ask so many questions when weird things occur at this university. It's worth a try. Okay. Yeah. Great. So, epilogue time. Uh, you you all find Bonin, and surprisingly, he's sort of like, yes, this does sound like something that could happen here for sure. And, yeah, so you, you talk to Bonin, and he surprisingly is like, hmm. Just... Not surprised at all that some weird thing has happened on campus yet again, and um, he he seems to know a pretty talented warlock who um, is sort of pretty good with with books and arcane um, mysteries. And um, a week goes by, and the university's fine, no disaster. Well, it's, it's the second week. That's the that's the real kicker. Well, no, the the disaster happened a week before, like the week yeah. ahead of when you came back, and you were transported. Time is confusing. <laughs> yep. This is the this is the problem of when people talk about both moving bef- like forwards and backwards in time, because di- to different people it means different things. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we we stop the disaster. You stopped the disaster. You saved the university from whatever reason it was being destroyed in the first place. But are there now two of us? Because if Mr. Red didn't push the button to go and cause the thing, we didn't go to the future. So are there now two of us, Ross? Ross, are there now two of us? There are not. So (laughs) as as the time... um, As the time gets closer to the moment um Bonin and Nora suggest that at that time you basically like return to the 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 scene and it's the weirdest experience because you have these memories of the future and the past but also the memories of the you that hasn't experienced them and so as you merge into a single consciousness and body once again, you vaguely have the memories of what's happened, 
but you can't be sure whether it's real or not because you also have the memories of it not happening. The two timelines merging together. Yeah. I feel like when the when everything merges and just kind of looks around and spots these people that she recognizes but doesn't know why. Yeah, like all of a sudden you're like, wait, do, do I know these? But yeah, like we've spent we've spent a week together chilling out in the under library mm, yeah. like being friends being yeah. friends so we have this like subconscious very strong like fondness for each other yeah but and, you don't and know I feel why like, <laughs> i feel like and probably like does because it is the thing that she knows that that other people on the campus do she does that half wave of of recognition that people do when you see someone that you think you know, mm-hmm. but they could very easily be mistaken for the wave to the person behind them. Yeah, yeah, Prudence like looks behind her and looks back at Anne and just kind of hesitantly raises her hand with a confused expression on her face. Awesome. Uh, great. And that's where we will fade to black. Congratulations. Oh, we survived tech hell. You thwarted tech our um, resident villain. The technology? Is the, it the internet. Microphone? Yeah, Is it the, the internet. internet? <laughs> I feel like we are going to need a precursor to this entire like episode that just says technology, though. Oh, yeah, uh, we'll do that. Um, um, we'll do that so that... Um, and I think it would be nice uh, to close it out with like a promo for those of us who are not normally on the podcast but that might need to be something that you capture get NVCDM to send you. Yeah, mm-hmm. I will, but... Oh, we survived tech hell. You thwarted tech our um, resident villain. The technology? Is the, it the internet. Microphone? Yeah, it the, the internet. internet. <laughs> I feel like we are going to need a precursor to this entire like episode that just says technology, though. Oh, yeah, uh, we'll do that. Um, um, we'll do that so that... Um, and I think it would be nice uh, to close it out with like a promo for those of us who are not normally on the podcast, but that might need to be something that you capture or get NVCDM to send you. Yeah, mm-hmm. I will. But oh, we survived tech hell. You thwarted tech our um, resident villain. The technology? Is the, it the internet. Yeah, the, the internet. internet. <laughs> I feel like we are going to need a precursor to this entire like episode that just says technology though oh yeah uh, we'll do that um, um we'll do that so that um and i think it would be nice uh to close it out with like a promo for those of us who are not normally on the podcast but that might need to be something that you capture or get nvcdm to send you yeah mm-hmm. i will but everybody deb thank mm-hmm. you so much for joining us once Thanks again so on Dungeons me join. Um, it's always fun you're always busy um where can people catch you on the internet oh i am not as present on the internet as I once was but you can follow in me on Twitter at Dr. Rimu that's R-I-M-U which is a very cool tree in New Zealand yeah thank you so much Dungeons and Doctorates for having me uh, it's been an absolute blast and I look forward to maybe coming back again in the future but for now I have been and shall remain NVCDM you can find me on Twitter or TikTok at that NVCDM or on Instagram at NVC underscore DM and otherwise I'll be floating around wherever fun TTRPGs are happening thanks again um, if anyone is interested uh, because this will not this will go out actually just before all of this kicks off uh, do you mind if I do a shameless plug for something else go for it um, so, uh, off the back of Jasper's Game Week, uh, myself and a few other people who played in Jasper's Game Week, uh, some of whom played with Ben, 
Uh, so Ben knows, I think, Promethean mm-hmm. and possibly the Antipodean D20. Uh, and definitely Hamish, who is, uh, so Hamish is DMing a uh, new uh, series that's going to be on the Meeples and Dragons Twitch, uh, which is a bunch of us who played in Jasper's Game Week coming together to play a little ongoing campaign in a completely different homebrewed world. It's going to be a bit of a different energy to Dungeons and Doctorates, but equally fun. Uh, More details will come out. I will make sure that the the Indoctorate socials have a little promo for it just so that people know where to find it. Uh, but we do do other projects in the background. And so if people want to get involved with us or want us to get involved in fun things you're doing, let us know. We do cross emotions. It's fun. Uh, come hang out with us. Yeah. We're nice people who don't always have horrible technology issues. Yeah, we're always keen for collaborations here uh, at Dungeons yeah. and Doctorates. And um, if you haven't checked out the game week, the, the VODs are available. Um, and I think they're on the Meeples and Dragons account. Is that correct? Uh, Ardent Roleplay. Ardent, Ardent Roleplay. Yep. Um, so, yeah, go check those out. Um, they were really fun. Uh, and there's just a whole host of really cool people. Uh, we raised over 8,000 US dollars to go to Beyond Blue and the American Association for Suicidology, yep. uh, which translates to, in Australian dollars, over 11 grand. Yep. Um, so it was bonkers i'm not going to say the specific amount we raised because it's a very memeable amount uh-huh. uh because people on the internet are nerds who like to make terrible numbers appear in boxes so yeah. and it stayed that way for the last like 15 minutes of the game because no one else wanted to donate to push it over the number yeah but do check it out um there's there's just a bunch of really cool creators to discover through there and um mental health charities are definitely a cause close to my heart. So, um, yeah, I, I really appreciate initiatives like that. And it's also where we met NVCDM. So, yeah. you know, who by now you will realize couldn't finish the adventure with us. Um, we're gonna do some fun stuff, to do some that. fun stuff that hopefully you don't even realize has happened. So, <laughs> technology, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for running this, Josh. This, this is good fun. <laughs> what else happened in this episode? Yeah. Yep, this was a lot of fun, folks. Thanks. Um, We will see you soon for another episode of Dungeons and Doctorates. Bye.